backstage with Mothership on Solid Rock Radio begins now. Hear the best in new music, artist interviews, stories from the road, and more. You are now backstage, and here's your host, Mothership. Hey, everybody. My guest this week is Ryan Hayes of Righteous Vendetta. From bad record deals to making it in the industry and even managing an artist, enjoy his journey with me. Ryan Hayes of Righteous Vendetta. Hey, man. What's happening? Oh, not too much. Just uh, trying to find some Wi-Fi and get a good signal. <laughs> From what he was telling me, I think the tourists used it all up. Well, so I live in Cody, Wyoming right now. and Our population goes from 9,000 to 100,000 in the summertime because it's the east entrance of Yellowstone. So our towers are not built for that. So every summer, if you don't have Wi-Fi, you can't get any service. None. It's bad. That is crazy. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. That is wild. Well, tell us a little bit about how Righteous Vendetta got started in 2008. Definitely. We all kind of started here in Wyoming. The entire group is, is from here. Um, obviously, that's changed over 13 years. Um, we all started in this tiny little town called Cody, Wyoming. Um, we all went to college together. We, we started the band with our piano professor from college, and it, obviously, he couldn't hack the touring. We did two years in college and like toured every weekend, every holiday, everything we could do to, to just get out. Um, we did that for two years. So then when 2010 hit, we hit the road like full time, found some dudes that would want to hit the road. And then uh, we signed a record deal with a label called Red Cord Records, which was uh, a, an absolute disaster, which we don't need to go into those details, but uh, they're not a thing anymore, actually. Uh, so we did that record deal, got out of that. Okay. We went independent for about two years, released some music, and then uh, we ended up signing with Sony in 2015. And we spent the last six years with Sony until last year, where uh, kind of the same story as the record label before. A little bit worse, actually. They uh, they took us for a lot of money. So our entire careers have been just recovering from people taking advantage of us, really, is what it comes down to. Well, when did things kind of start smoothing out for you guys, where you felt like you had some control. Yeah, I mean, two years ago, we got out of the record deal and we could start releasing music on our own. It's the first time I ever made money on music I made in 13 years without somebody else stealing it. We felt great. You know, mm -hmm. we had music to release and things that they said were the worst thing ever and they'll never do anything and blah, blah, blah. We, we heard it all. Mm -hmm. And after we got out of that deal, we could start releasing things on our terms, how we wanted. Man, it was awesome. Probably a little too awesome because now we're <laughs> like dragging our feet. <laughs> well, you showed them. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, none of those guys are in the business anymore. They all got fired. So well, good. Well, What's our current lineup? I don't know what our current lineup is. <laughs> I mean, COVID did a number on us. Um, obviously, yeah. we couldn't hit the road and we're a touring band. So. Right now, it's it's me and Zach Goggins, the drummer, still around, and then Riley Haney is playing guitar, and he moved to Nashville. So we really don't have a bass player right now. We've got someone that plays, but you know he's busy and it's not really his thing. So okay, we're we're working on some new music right now. We had some new music, but it just didn't turn out the way we wanted. So we're kind of starting over. We're going to be working with some pretty insane guys, mm -hmm. and we want it to be amazing, not just okay. We're going to take our time and the rest of this year getting some good songs, and then really try to come back in 2022. Okay. 2017, the Cursed album came out. Now, that was probably the first one that I got hold of, like, right away. I was a little behind catching up with you guys. Great album. Uh, you had a lot of good singles off of that. I mean, The War is Killing Us All. I listened to that again today because I was getting ready to talk to you. It's still going on in my head. <laughs> yeah, that album was our best work. 
for sure. But that album was also a product of three years of a record label telling us how bad we were. You know, and I'll never thank those people. They're really bad people. But almost due to, to them being so terrible, it prepared us to do that record. They thought all those songs were bad, too. They told us those were the worst songs ever. And it ended up being that they just needed to get a record out. And that's what they put on the record. But they told us all those songs were bad. One of the people at the label told us that she was crying at her desk at how far the band had strayed from how good we used to be. And she was crying at how bad that record was. Cursed. That's a little dramatic. I have all the emails. I have all the texts. I have it all. It's truly amazing to read and look back and, and see all those songs that are approaching 7 million spins, you know, and, and for them to tell us how bad it was, was just, it's crazy. It, like, it, you can't make it up. Well, who's crying now? <laughs> well, they're still making all the money from it, so not them. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, well, it was a wonderful album. And after that, I guess that's what the pandemic hit then. Yep. You had an album that you had not released. Tell us a little bit about that. So Not Dead Yet was the record that the record label wouldn't re- was wouldn't the release. worst record ever written. Okay. <laughs> but it wasn't. Well, it's out, yeah. And it has our number okay. one song ever played on it. When did that come out? Why we not released it? it. Yeah, we did it in 2020. But it's listed as 2015 because that's when it was supposed to come out. Oh. Yeah. So it actually came out in 2020. And on the actual album art, we put Not Dead Yet, a rejected record. <laughs> I like that touch. <laughs> Yeah, so we had a record, it was called Not Dead Yet. We released a few singles from it beforehand, like one we did with Trevor McNevin from TFK and a couple other songs that we thought were strong. And, you know, the pandemic hit and we were like, we just got to get this thing out. Let's just release it how it was and see what people think. Let's test it. See if the label was right. See if it was terrible. So we did. And it did really well. Mm. So, I mean, our number one song on Spotify to this day is from that record that they told us was the worst record ever written. And I quote. Mm. So tell us that song. Kill the Lights. Kill the Lights. And tell us a little bit about the song. It was the last song that we wrote for that record. And it was kind of a a callback to them of like they, they kept telling us, you don't have any hits. You don't have any hits. So we wrote it to be a hit. And we actually took the song, You Spin Me Right Round. Have you heard that song? Mm, yeah. Old school, like, was that, 80s? Mm-hmm. And we took that chord structure and we basically took the melody and morphed it into our own thing and then turned it into Kill the Lights. And we were like, is this radio enough for you? Is this what you want? And they were like, no, this is terrible. <laughs> so we were like, okay, well, we just kind of took a hit and rewrote it and gave it to you and that song's been a hit like seven times so if this isn't a hit to you then nothing we write is a hit you should just let us go and they did good and they gave us all the music back oh that's nice too that's how we released it fantastic boy that's hard to do oh it's a miracle (laughs) yeah it was truly a miracle because i've heard some real horror stories from some people who've done an entire album and they can't release it they can't own it they can't buy it it's just sitting on a shelf somewhere yeah, it's uh, true. We got really unbelievable. Yeah, blessing wow. in disguise. It really was, and we're just lucky. Mm-hmm. Backstage with Mothership returns after this. Al Performance Service Family is a Solid Rock Radio business ministry partner who offers turnkey e-commerce website design, marketing, and converged technology consulting. Online at outperformancemarketing.com. Check us out on Facebook at I'm with Mothership. So tell me, who is Ryan Hayes and what are you passionate about? Well, clearly I'm passionate about music. You see me play live. I'm, I'm a performer at heart. I love expressing my emotion through song. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love it. I, I turn into a different person in a good way. It's, it's everything inside me that expresses in, in one place. Um, yeah. I'm very passionate about helping people in the music industry. 
So right now I'm managing a country artist, trying to teach him not to do everything bad that I did in the music industry and find myself in bad record deals and, and things like that. So that's kind of my new thing is managing. I hate to see people go through what I went through because most people don't have the passion to get through it. You know, they're going to give up and they're going to stop and, and not enjoy it anymore. And the good thing is, is I enjoy it so much that I, I put up with not one, but two massive record deals that just absolutely took me for everything I had. But I'm still here. And if I can teach someone, hey, I know exactly what they're trying to do to you right now. And I've been there twice. Don't do this. That to me is so valuable. And I can help someone avoid a lifetime of trauma because of that. So that's kind of my, my passion right now. That's a great ministry for somebody because uh, there are so many people out there so desperate to get their music out there, they will get walked all over. Why do you think since the 1970s, these record labels and businessmen have been doing that? They know. They, <laughs> they know that business always trumps artistry. Artists will always succumb to business because they don't care about business. They don't think they care about business until they care about business. And the industry has been thriving on that since the 1970s. Every industry, the Christian industry, the rock industry, the pop industry, everything. They all thrive off that exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Well, how did you and the country singer get involved? Are you a country fan? I'm a country fan. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a super fan, but I'm a country fan. And literally this kid came to me doing Righteous Vendetta pictures. He was doing a photo shoot for us. And he walked into the room. I saw him first off and I was like, you're a superstar. This is crazy. I mean, one of the most attractive guys you've ever seen in your life. Come to find out, you know, as, as we start talking, he's got a TikTok following of almost three quarters of a million people. What? Yep. And about 115,000 on Instagram. And I was like, what? Are you a singer? And he's like, yeah, I sing. And I was like, do you sing country? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, come to my studio. Me and my buddy Justin have two songs. You should come sing. So he came to my studio. He sang the songs. And now he is literally going to Nashville every other weekend on the verge of a massive record deal. That is amazing. What a legacy you're leaving. It, it's insane. I, I mean, literally, like, you can't make it up. It just it just happened and everything fell mm -hmm. in place. It was wild. Have you got other clients? I don't. I, I work for a company now. Do you know Ryan McMahon? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I met him through TJ Harris. So he manages TJ, too. I work for Ryan McMahon's company, Oath Management. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. they have Jonah now. And then they ha also have Raina Roberts, who is making huge strides in the industry. Well, that's awesome. What else do you do when you're not on the road? I own a DJ company in Wyoming and Montana. It's uh, the biggest DJ company in both states. And we DJ weddings and all the bars and just DJ. That's it. I love how uh, you musicians and creatives start yeah. pursuing things and things just happen. When you don't make any money, you got to figure out ways to make it. <laughs> Yeah. So, I'm not making any money at all. What are you talking well, about? Man? <laughs> I wasn't either. And and I couldn't work jobs if I wanted to be creative. So I was like, I got to figure out a way to, to make money. And that's one of the things I like about doing this radio show is I try to figure out what people are doing to make money, kind of give people an idea. I want to find out how they are making it, surviving. And I also want the fans to know what their favorite artists do to make a living because they don't make a living at music most of the time. Yeah. You have to diversify. I mean, mm -hmm. if you ask any musician, and I'm sure you've asked them the same questions, it, you, you're never going to make what you need off the music. I mean, you might get lucky, but most of the people, especially in this genre, you, you have to diversify your, your portfolio. So for me, I DJ on the side, usually three times a week, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. um, that, that kind of pays my bills to be able to be free during the week to write music and manage Jonah and do all these things. Mm -hmm. If you could make it just doing music, man, more power to you, but it's going to be a long road. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody that I know has some side gig going that's keeping the lights on, you know? <laughs> for sure. Especially for COVID. Like musicians just oh, yeah. got, got took, you know? Mm-hmm. So you have to diversify. You have to branch out, you know, do graphic design or do, you know, sync music, you know, write or DJ or there's so many things you can do. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about touring a little bit, but what are your plans for touring? You say you're going to wait till 2022? Yeah. I mean, we don't have an agent right now, so it's really hard to get tours that will actually give us the amount of money that isn't us spending money to be on the road. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we want a tour, but it, it just has to be smart. You know, we're all mm-hmm. we're all getting old and we can't afford to just get out there and, and just spend money. Most right. of the time in our past, it's us spending money to be on tour, not making. Right. So a little more it, selective. Yeah, we're being more selective. And when the right opportunity arises, we'll take it. Yeah. But when someone comes to me and goes, hey, do you want to do this tour? I'm like, OK, well, what's the pay? They're like, well, you don't get paid. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's exposure. Stay home. We are still going to get you at loud and proud at some point. <laughs> I know. Right. It's I'm... been a crazy two years. It really has. We apologize for not making that happen, but, you know, losing well, both parents and it was just, it was a lot. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if you want to share about that, but you did the right thing. You spent that time with your parents that you would not have had. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I didn't know, like, I didn't know if we were going to lose them and I couldn't stomach the idea of being gone, you know, while my dad passed. It wasn't worth any amount of money to me or any amount of fun or, you know, opportunity. So I just, I just didn't do it. Like I said, you did the right thing because you can never get those days back. That's true. I, I don't regret it. For sure. Backstage with Mothership returns after this. Miller Express LLC is a solid rock radio business ministry partner specializing in delivery, setup, and relocation of storage buildings. More info by calling 803-375-94. Check us out on Facebook at I'm with Mothership. You're listening to Backstage with Mothership on Solid Rock Radio. People who want to get in touch with you to do some things, we're going to post the links for the Righteous Vendetta music and everything. But do you have a personal website? I don't really have a personal website or anything like that. But, I mean, I have an email address. People can get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. And that is Hayes, H-A-Y-E-S, at OathManagement.com. We'll put a link to that. And that way, if somebody has any questions or, I mean, who knows? I might want you to DJ for them, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I get that all the time. They're like, you're singing Righteous Vendetta. <laughs> you DJ my wedding? Like, yeah, sure. (laughs) One of the things I always ask everybody is, what is your favorite road snacks? Because, you know, I bring snacks, as you well know. (laughs) Uh, Road snacks. I love ropes. Um, Sweet tart ropes. Have you had those? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my new thing. But, I mean, I've been eating a lot more healthy than I usually do because I'm getting old and I'm starting to gain weight. So I have to actually watch it. So I've been eating a lot of mangoes, bananas, peanut butter, you know, laying off the red meat. I'm pretty much... No red meat anymore. Um, I have to bring double vegan soup next time. Yeah. Well, no, I'll still eat it. (laughs) I'll still eat it. But I'm trying to, like, not make it part of my normal diet. I got you. Yeah. I don't know, though. You burn a lot of calories on the stage. You were were when I'm not touring, I don't. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. When you start touring, you may have to go back to protein. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. It's been a a, a nice 2020. I put about 20 pounds on. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll have to say I kind of did myself. You know, doing whatever I wanted, eating whatever I wanted, and that did not last forever. No, it doesn't. (laughs) I can attest to that. There are like several stages where your metabolism changes in your life, and it like it's like hitting a wall. It really is. Yep. 
Let's see. The last time I saw you, that you were in the Masquerade in Atlanta. It was, uh, was a Skin Lab. Yeah. Who, who was the other band? It was, um, oh, King 810. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy tour that we did. So I guess I came specifically to feed you guys that I fed everybody. But then Zach, we well, wanted something vegan. So you just seen me like looking at the labels, trying to find, oh, this is vegan. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, that was fun. I enjoyed that night. That was. Let's see. Is there anything I have not talked to you about that you would like to share with us? Don't worry. We're going to release new music. It's just taking time. Okay. Well, we'll be very patient with you. We appreciate you so much. And I hope to see you out on the road. And if it's not in the U.S., maybe in Germany, huh? Hey, third time's a charm, right? Yeah. <laughs> we are going to make this work. <laughs> yes, it happens. Well, thanks for calling, and we will talk with you later. Of course, Cindy. Thank you so much. You're the best. You're, no, you're the best. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening tonight. Stay tuned for more great music all night long. Be sure to check out my I'm With Mothership Facebook page and Solid Rock Radio's website. Follow the link under Shows to Backstage with Mothership, which will have the links to my guests' social media accounts. This show will be replayed at 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Past interviews available on podcast.solidrockradio.org, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Pandora platforms. And remember this week, be kind to one another.